Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. Today, we have, as usual, Dr. Nick. Hey, what's up? And performance specialist, Shane Adamos. Hey, guys. What's going on? Today, guys, on behalf, on this special occasion, on behalf of Father's Day, uh, we wanted to bring you a special topic, the dad bod. So uh, you both know that I'm getting married soon and probably having kids, and I, I need to know. Uh, word on the street is, uh, what is dad bod? He's clearly reading from <laughs> a unit. But uh, Shane, I'll let you start off. What is the dad bod? Wow. Um, I wonder if it would be better to ask, what is it not? Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's not being skinny again, and it's not being energetic. <laughs> I, I would say it's more of a transformation. A negative transformation. Um, wow. yeah. <laughs> right now, uh, Dr. Nick's face is, is priceless, so he's, he's a little uh, concerned at the moment. But, uh, you know, I think the dad bod is a change in uh, activity. Uh, obviously, there's a priority shift, and, and uh, as much as you exercise, there's a little bit of a reality that your time management shifts over to caring for your kids. And um, I think that the working out then takes a little bit of a sidetrack and you can totally do it. It's just now that the time has narrowed down. Oh, absolutely. Would you agree, Shane? Absolutely. And, and all of that. So less time for yourself to work out, less time to do any sort of preparation, it physically shows. It yeah. absolutely does. Is because this forever? <laughs> I would Is say... just during pregnancy? <laughs> I, will, I will be the first to admit that I do have latent like dad bod syndrome. Latent? Late. It has the potential to come out... Um, Mine came out three different times through three different pregnancies. Oh, um, my gosh. Oh, no. It's still there, and I'm fighting it about a year and a half later after my last one. <laughs> it is a real deal. I, I think that uh, – <clears throat> so, you know, we we have Zach who is uh, 20 months now, and Steph is eight months and three weeks pregnant at the moment. So um, I think the hardest thing that you, you see is that uh, – First of all, that maybe your partner was the person you were going to the gym with, right? So you've now lost your oh, your workout partner, yeah. like first oh, yeah, and foremost, yeah. right? And and obviously they might not go at the same intensity anymore. And then now you're just – it's easy to eat what they're not finishing, right? Because they now have smaller space or it's just oh, a absolutely. change in space. So um, I think that now that I find myself – I get the leftovers. Right? <laughs> right, and so I intentionally order two large dishes, one for me, one for her, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, I can have that extra two extra large rice. dishes for me uh, at Carnesella Fries." <laughs> exactly, I get two large orders, and I just eat one and a half. So I think that that's a big piece, right? And and I think that uh, when we started this topic, our wives and and partners were uh, just shaking their heads at it. But here's a real <laughs> deal, guys, and out there, I I hope that uh, you guys can appreciate this. It is definitely something you have to combat. It's not the same as pregnancy. I never want to undermine that. Um, but it is a real deal. It's what we go through. It is. Do, 
do your emotions change while this is going on? <laughs> like emotions. Pregnancy brain. <laughs> if by virtue of having less sleep, ah, touche. Uh, different foods, and you become more irritable because of it, and you can't work out. Mm. Then yeah, you know. Mm. I would say emotions do change a little bit. Yes. I would say that you are definitely more irritable. Yes. <laughs> because, hold on, because <laughs> you're just frustrated that, you know, <clears throat> you're out of your routine and and obviously you're you're very blessed to to have another person in your life that you can care for, but I think that the frustration of you you just don't your exercise routine is off and you can't, you know, necessarily go every day or you can't work out for two hours or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I think that that just kinda makes you a little frustrated. Um but it's a reality thing, right? So I think trying to learn how to prioritize is a little tough, but you do. I mean you, you want to be able to do more uh and, and on all ends, there's just not enough hours in the day. So. No, there's not. And I think frustration really sums up mm-hmm. the, you know, or encapsulates the whole mm-hmm. emotion about mm-hmm. it. Because, you know, you're used to taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I can eat a certain way. I can go out and train a certain way. I can do those type of things. And then that gets essentially taken away mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And it's like, oh, man, what am I going to do? How am I going to pull off training the same way and eating the same way that I want now that my wife wants Krispy Kremes at <laughs> 1 in the morning? And and how do you not give in? I love that. Especially when they're like, you know, the really good fresh oh, ones. And, oh, have man. mercy. Uh, it, dad bod gains. Oh, it's coming. Dad bod gains. I'm not this, guys. And I will say, hold on. So, so there, there's definitely some been some creative mixture of food that I've had to consume. And I say had to. I mean, I chose to. Because <laughs> you get the leftovers, right, of your food. And then you have the leftovers of their food. And so. they're being your partner, right? And you just, like, mix it up together. So, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes you just have to – you have to take one for the team. You have to eat. And I think that oh, we've had this conversation. You know, food. yeah, you don't want to waste food. And I don't – I'm not the biggest fan of leftovers or cold food. So I want to eat it right there. And I don't know if that's a psychological thing. But <laughs> <laughs> now, now I just want to I just want to eat what's kind of left over so we can go home. I don't, let's say, like the take home. So uh, I think that the the reality is, is that you generally just kind of eat leftovers and then you exercise less, right? Would you agree? Oh, yeah. And for me, it's almost that thing where like, man, we got all this food. Can't mm. let this go to waste. Correct. What is it about that, guys? Like, okay, so Nick, right now, if, okay, you and Tanaya, you guys have dinner, uh, she has leftovers, what do you do? No, they get put in the fridge. Wow. Leftovers. That's amazing. I'm the least picky eater on the planet. I'll eat cold leftovers like a week and a half later. Wow. I can't do mercy. No, a week and a half, no, I can't do that. Fish or anything. Like, I don't, I'm a food trash can. We're at the point now where like we can take the leftovers, but I'll still kind of you know pick away at that stuff. And, Understood. And Joanna's like, "Are you really gonna eat that?" I'm like, "Are you not?" <laughs> <laughs> well, this this is sounding big, gentlemen. Um, how can I combat this? Whew. There is something that I came across in the Marine Corps. It's called the six P's. Proper Uh-oh. preparation prevents. Poor performance. So you can fill in that mm, P there. So six it. P's. Got it. Um, being prepared for anything. Okay. 
and and that's why you look at uh, meal prep being uh, a real big yeah, thing. Right. Yep. Um, for me, I can't do meal prep because I got four kids. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Have mercy, and there's a lot of mac and cheese in the fridge. Um, <laughs> but um, being prepared in all aspects. For for example, we were talking about exercise earlier. Yeah. Like one of the things I have absolutely have to do is yeah. have my gym bag ready to go the night before. So it's with the, my mm. other things before I leave the house, and then I don't have to think about it in the morning. Yeah. All I got to do is stick it in the trunk. And if I have even a half hour, an hour to go do something, I need. To be yes. able to do it yes. without having to, to, you know, change my schedule and work around it. It's already there. I can go ahead and take care of it. And, you know, it's it's very minimal impact. So little little things like that as far as preparation goes, it's going to help. I, I think you're right because <clears throat> there's only a certain amount of window of time. Because now before it was just you and your partner and you were spending time maybe, you know, after work or whatever it may be. And now... That time in the evening is typically like bath time. Oh, yeah. Going to sleep and you put them to bed. And now you can't increase your volume uh, in terms of, say, you want to work out at home. You know, you really can't be too loud because you're asleep, right? So the mm-hmm. evening is really tough. It's really tough. And and you might not necessarily want to leave your partner, uh, leave the house because you, you might have been at work all day or whatever it may be. And so you kind of want to stay at home. So if you're going to get anything done, you've got to do it quietly. And then there's nothing wrong with that. It's just oh, yeah. your intensity is going to drop down. So the early morning is kind of where you make your bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's your window. But you got to remember, if you start at 5 a.m. and that's your workout time, you probably, if you're a newer parent or you've got a couple kids deep, uh, you are doing, I mean, you might be waking up four or five times a night, especially a new parent. Oh, absolutely. So, so there's no sleep. So for you to get up at 5 where you had half-hour chunks – that is very tough to do. I, I think that it takes a lot of dedication. And uh, if you're able to recover from that, and even if you can get three days a week, that's impressive. Um, lunch hours are another thing that I've, I've tried playing with and, and I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of people get away with. If your job has a little bit of flexibility and you can get a, an you have an hour lunch and by the time you change uh, back and forth, you can get 30-minute window of exercise. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. And, and it's if you have showers at your place, whatever it may be. So um, I think your window is like a very early, like 5 a.m., depending on your work schedule, uh, a midday lunch hour. Those are your kind of bread and butter because mm-hmm. the evenings are pretty much shot. That's typically devoted to, to the family. So um, for me, it's got to be those two windows or else I – It just doesn't happen. Yeah, right? it just doesn't happen. So for me, the time would be the biggest thing and then the obviously the, the moderation and, and and doing the meal prep, but uh, for me, the intake is important. Got, but I need it mentally, uh, or else I'm very uh, uh, mean. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I need exercise. I need to move, and if I'm not doing that, I'm I'm not a happy person. So if you only had one chance, one opportunity, mm. better see you. Better take it. Take it. Combat that bad <laughs> <laughs> So women often say that contractions is one of the most painful thing mm. you can go through, mm. and I've, I've heard it's almost like a man having a cold. <laughs> uh, do you think you can go through birthing contractions? <laughs> no one no. can keep a straight face, guys. So the man flu is what he was referring to, which is uh, a scientific uh, fact, but we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> Um, but there, there are plenty of uh, I, I feel like ESPN articles have a lot of like legitimacy to them. Right. So uh, they, they might <laughs> we're not able to do that. But uh, <laughs> we won't go down that road. <laughs> so, what was your question? Sorry. So, does I want to know? Um, 
do you think you could go through contractions? Shane, Ooh. I'll default. What do, you, what do you got? At the risk of Ooh. what's going to happen after this podcast, mm. I will say no. Uh, I think I would rather. Oh, smart man. I would rather go out and try to deadlift five hundred pounds. Uh-huh. Cold. No, yes. I gotta have a, I gotta have a warm up. What? I gotta have warm up. There, there is no way I can <laughs> I can go through contractions. Uh, I have a hangnail and I'm screaming. Ooh. So and and those hurt. Bad those mental hurt. image. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know w- whether it's me getting a cold. Uh, my wife Stephanie gives me a hard time. It's like <laughs> the world is gonna end, um, which I feel like it is sometimes when mm-hmm. I get a cold. It is a real deal. Uh, there's no way. There's no way. My wife is uh, so strong mentally, physically. I I don't know. And I saw her. Uh, give birth to our son and and you just have so much more respect when somebody can truly do that and I and we work out together and I kind of see her go through you know those tough tough sessions and she gets in that dark hole but childbirth is just another ball game there's a reason why I, I can't do it and and I just I don't have the capacity and I'll own up to that um, and she's probably shaking her head right now. Um, so there's no way there, there's no way. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. And I, uh, of the three pregnancies, uh, my wife had, uh, I was there for two of them. So one of them was a C-section with um, my mm. wife's twins mm. and just mm. being there in the OR and seeing mm. what she has to go through. I mean, I, I'm like, Ooh. I, yeah. I I didn't get queasy, yeah. but have mercy to have that happen to me. You know, for for me to have two surgeries on my yeah. nose, I'm like, oh okay, but this yeah. can't do that. And then being there for uh, the last one, uh, I was like, ooh, you are one tough woman, and I can't yeah. compare. <laughs> yeah. So you know, these are you know, Nick, you're asking these really good, insightful questions, Perfect. and we we appreciate that. Nick is going to be getting married soon, and and he'll be entering that world. And and uh, you know, Nick, I'll throw it back at you. Do you think that you would be able to go through contractions? Absolutely. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> you, be, you be careful with your words because you guys. Uh, Nick has volunteered himself to undergo totally volunteered. totally volunteered to undergo labor contractions and and we're going to try and simulate on him and you know what the great piece is we're going to go live we're going to go mm. live on social media everyone yeah. knows I love going live um, <laughs> so we'll be on Instagram and we'll be on uh Facebook and uh uh, for those of you kind of listening to this now, definitely follow us at Sports Performance PT on both Facebook and Instagram, uh, Sports Performance Physical Therapy. We'll be going live the week of uh, Father's Day and uh, to initiate uh, uh, Nick uh, and then also to challenge him. He says he can undergo it. And I've done this before to, to people. I was on Fox News and KSON and, uh, you know... There was a certain level of gauge that they can tolerate, and it wasn't the highest. So we'll see where where Nick is gonna fall. Uh, Nick, we we are excited, and we we're glad that you volunteered for this. Yeah, absolutely. Anything, <laughs> anything. He's kind of getting a, a preseason. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like head start getting that we didn't have. Start. Uh, so you guys, we wanted to uh, just contractions. sympathy contractions. So we wanted to, uh, you know, give you a little Father's Day, uh, you know, podcast on to just some things that we battle as as dads. So 
Uh, happy early Father's Day from Sports Performance and the dads at Sports Performance and the whole team. So on behalf of the Sports Performance Podcast, we'll see you guys another time. See you guys. See you guys.